This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Welcome to Lesbians Matter, a sister program of the Victoria Police Glow Show on Joy 94.9. The third Wednesday of every month, Senior Constable Gabrielle Tayak and Joy's manager, People's Services and Culture, Lini Fabry, invite you to join in Lesbians Matter as we chat about the issues facing our lesbian community. Joy 94.9, thanks so much to Kairu for the news and to Dean for the morning show. Good afternoon to you, Gabby. Good afternoon, Lee. I love our monthly Lesbians Matter program. It is that time of the month, yes. So what's on our show today? Well, we have Nat Reed, who's from Gay and Lesbian Switchboard, a wonderful organisation that helps people from our community with any of the issues that they face. Uh, we're going to talk about some... Um, fraud matters, some scams that you can protect yourself. So if you ever come across something via the internet or a phone call, you'll you'll know whether you should be listening to them or talking to the police. Yep, excellent. Um, our Crime Stoppers segments like we usually do, and just all things lesbian. Lesbo, let's do it. You're on Joy 94.9 It's Lesbians Matter on the Victoria Police Community Hour. Joy 94.9, the Victoria Police Community Hour. It's that time of month. It's Lesbians Matter. Good afternoon to you. If I could read your mind, stars on 54. Love that one. A bit of a disco diva hit. It's a great song. I was dancing to it. I think Nat was trying to stop me because I wasn't very good. Okay, our guest today is Natalie Reed. She works with Gay and Lesbian Switchboard. But before we talk about that, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you. What I do know is you're a junior doctor at the Western Hospital. You grew up in a country town in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And you have limited spare time. And when when you do have a bit of spare time, you love to play your Xbox. I do. Expand on those things a little bit for us. Yeah. So um, I've been working at Western Hospital since the start of the year. So just in my first year out from med school. So still relatively excited by being called doctor. I was just about to ask, are you a doctor? Yeah, officially. You look so young. Ah, well, you know, it's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, relatively young, but... It's, you know, everyone is when they start out, so it's, it's all right. And where is the Western Hospital? Uh, so it's in Footscray. Okay. Um, and so campus is also out at Sunshine Hospital and Williamstown. Yeah, Williamstown. So. so what made you want to become a doctor? Because God knows there's a lot of study. It's a massive commitment. Um, yeah, I didn't really think about it. I just, <laughs> you know, I just always was like, oh, yeah, that's, that seems like a good idea. So just sort of decided when I was in primary school and just kept going. Never changed my mind. She's one of those people who knows what she wants to be at a very young age and, and you're very lucky to know. Yeah. Because a lot of us are still trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> it sounded like you were still trying to figure it no, out. No, no, no. Thank God I, I found the job that I like. But I, I mean, before I became a police officer, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So so is it anything like Grey's Anatomy? No. No, not at all. Not not even remotely like Grey's Anatomy. So tell um, it, tell us what it's like then. It's actually kind of like Scrubs, minus oh. the uh, <laughs> minus the humorous sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's nowhere near as exciting or as full on as any uh, TV show. Show. I basically spend most of my day doing paperwork. To be honest. Oh really? Uh, oh, you're like a police about officer. What? Paperwork about what? <laughs> Everything. So patient histories, you know, certificates, discharge scripts, uh, you name it. 
is a form that I have to fill out for it. It is like being a cop because we, we, everything we do, we have to then fill out forms, fill out a running sheet. It's just endless paperwork. Really? I thought you guys just ran around shooting. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Gabby doesn't even come to work with a gun. Oh, yeah. Or well. a uniform. I know. Sometimes I say, can you just bring the gun in once? <laughs> Make it a little bit more thrilling. No, it's it's terrible when police forces gets a, a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking like for? Like a stigma? Yeah, about being like shoot first, ask questions later. When I was in New South Wales Police, that's what we thought of the Victoria Police. Um, but that's not true. <laughs> I would never think that of anybody in the police, only because I can't imagine the pressure and the stress of having the responsibility of having a gun on your side and having the authority to use it and then knowing that, you could kill somebody, I would absolutely think that you would never want to shoot it. In all the years I've been a police officer, I have probably drawn my gun twice and not on a person. Um, It's been clearing a building in the dark after a robbery or when there's meant to be people inside that shouldn't be there. And I've pointed it at once and thank goodness I didn't have to shoot. So, no, it's absolutely our last resort. Yeah, it's a a burden on the police, I think. It is. But back to Nat. Sorry. (laughs) So, um, what's have you got an interesting story to tell us? Um, you know, when you first started there, was there something that you remember it was a shock or that you never expected to happen? Uh, first day, I got my pants dressed, drenched in uh, bloody urine. Uh, first day, first job, awesome. first day of the job. That's that's about as good as it gets. Yeehaw. Did you say, yeah, you can't wait for tomorrow? Basically, yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I hope the stories uh, continue to be just as gruesome. Um, we'll hear some messages and we'll talk more with Nat. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. We're starting off with our crime of the week. A man was seriously assaulted at a McDonald's on the corner of Lonsdale Street and Swanston Street in Melbourne CBD on the 3rd of June this year. At about 2am, the victim was standing inside the counter when another man allegedly approached him from behind, tapped him on the shoulder and King hit him, knocking him unconscious. As a result of the assault, the victim sustained a fracture and a severe bruising to the eye area and a fractured rib. The man's described as European in appearance, aged in his 20s, approximately 170 centimetres tall, with a medium build and short dark hair. He was wearing a black jacket, a white t-shirt with black print and long dark pants, and he had a gold ring on his right hand. Now we've got some images we want you to have a look at. Uh, get onto the crimestoppers.com.au website and look at reference CA6312 and hopefully you can help us identify him. Joy 94.9, you're on the Victoria Police Community Hour. It's Lesbians Matter. My name's Lenny, joined with Gabby and Natalie. And we've got Natalie in today from Gay and Lesbian Switchboard, which is a fantastic organisation. Uh, they help people from our community. And one thing I don't know is how long they've been around and, and where they came from, how they started. What is Switchboard first? I guess so, yeah. Yep. So Switchboard is a completely confidential voluntary uh, counselling service for the GLBTIQ community. Um, It was started in 1991, I believe, when a bunch of people got together and saw that there was a a sort of a hole in in the services provided to the community um, that we needed someone that was peer-based to be able to talk to 
um, with a lot of the issues because that was particularly around, you know, HIV was was quite predominant and there was a lot of issues and, and things weren't getting heard. So a group of people got together and decided let's have an organisation that people can give us a call and have a chat. Um, for free. For free. And confidentially. Yeah. So, and completely peer-based. So, um, you know, the... the um, counselors that you speak to are part of the community, um, so it helps because they'll have often have a bit of an insight into what's going on, what the caller's calling for. Um, so yeah, so that's sort of how we started, and it's just sort of continued to evolve as organisations do, and and trying to be inclusive and also aware of the of the changes in the community and the broader community as well. So it's been going for over 20 years now. That's fantastic. Mm, It's 21 years this year. And it's a service that obviously was needed back then and still is. Because a lot of people in our community feel isolated and they don't know who to talk to. They often can't speak to family and friends about what they're going through. So it's wonderful wonderful to have a service like the one you provide. Yeah, I I think it's important to remember that it's still relevant, that whilst um, a lot of people say that, that issues aren't as bad as they used to be for individuals they can still be quite quite traumatic and there's there there are still areas within our community that aren't great um and people just need to have a chat and sometimes it's great to just be able to call up someone that you know that they're not going to know who you are they don't have any identifying information about you so they couldn't see you on the street and say oh look you know you called Hmm. um and have them understand and, and they wouldn't won't be judged. They can no. ring up knowing they wouldn't be judged. Yeah, it could ring up with anything, um, anything at all. There's sort of no limits to what you could be worried or concerned about. There's a high chance we've had a chat about somebody or about it before. So, and if they ring up for something that's not really relevant, um, I guess you have a whole list of um, referrals for them. Yeah. So. Um, it depends. We get calls about a wide of thing, wide range of things. It's sort of a counselling service, but as well as a referral service. So a lot of times people will call and say, "Oh, I need some legal advice, and I don't know who's going to be gay friendly." Basically, so we've got a list of people that we can say, "This is where you go. This is where you can go to." Um, and our database is constantly being updated. We've got quite a large database of that. Um, and as well as if, when people call up for counselling, sometimes it can be identified that they'll actually benefit from. Um, you know, long-term, more one-on-one stuff. Yeah. And we've, we've got the details of counsellors who are approved by us and who are happy to, to take clients. So now what's your position, what's your involvement with Switchboard? So I'm both a volunteer. Um, I started with the organisation only last year um, as a volunteer and I'm also a member of the Committee of Management, which sort of, you know, the run, running the, the show and the ins and outs and all the sort of background boring stuff, I suppose, <laughs> that's important. Um, and also I find myself putting my hands up to do things like this. Oh, cool. Yeah. So as a volunteer, what was involved in your training? So it's a quite intense, um, uh, I think, six weeks of training where you um, learn, I suppose, a bit about the organisation, but also do a lot of scenarios and practising what you would, the sort of thing, callers that you would get, what you would say, um, how you deal with different situations, because um, sometimes it can be quite full on for the counsellor as well as the the caller, and, and a lot of times issues can be brought up. And is there an opportunity for volunteers to debrief? Because I imagine a lot of the stuff would be quite heavy. Yeah, so all the vo- uh, all the volunteers were sort of divided into groups and have leaders which we can call if 
needed basically and are encouraged to call um, and we have quite a good feedback system to make sure that not only our counsellors are supported but that um, if they if we need to educate or do any more information or find more resources then we can do that. So is there a need for more volunteers to volunteer for the Gay and Lesbian Switchboard? There is always a need. Um, there, we always sort of are, are in need of um, of more volunteers because obviously people come on and, and various commitments mean that they can't sort of fill roles all the time and, and we're always looking for more volunteers. So is there an opportunity to um, have a flexible roster or do you have to commit to a particular time? Um, no, so it's, it's quite flexible. Um, ask our volunteers to commit to two shifts a month um, and they're sort of whenever they're, they're possible to be able to, to do but if you could do one at once a month then that's still appreciated um, so yeah it's, it's quite flexible you don't never sort of strictly put in on a time. I know that Switchboard isn't, um, it doesn't get a lot of funding um, and really does run on the smell of an oily rag um, if somebody wanted to support the organisation um, how would they get in contact? Yep so um, we obviously re- rely quite heavily on donations from the community um, so one of the, the easiest ways would be to jump on the website which is just www.switchboard.org.au um, and you can follow links on there to, um, to to help support we also have a fundraiser coming up on the 28th of August um, at 7 o'clock at Cinema Nova uh, screening a session of the Sapphires. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, mm. Yeah. Great so, new Aussie film. Yeah, so that should be um, that should be good. Um, you could jump on either jump onto the website um, to find out about booking information for that as well. Cool. So there's lots to get involved with. One, you can call and take... Um, to utilise the service service of a free confidential telephone counselling service, um, or you could volunteer, be one of the people that take the calls, or you can donate, or you can just go along to the fundraiser and have fun. And how do you contact Switchboard? Is there a phone number you can give us? Yes. So um, if you're based in Melbourne, so the number is nine six six three two nine three nine, and if you are in uh, regional Victoria or Tasmania, the number is eighteen hundred one eight four five two seven. But you can always chuck it into your search engine as well. Gain Lesbian Switchboard. You're on the Victoria Police Community Hour. It's Lesbians Matter. Thanks so much to Natalie for joining us um, on the program today. You'll stick around and have a chit chat with us. Gabby, let's hear some announcements. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. At about 8am on the 21st of February, a 16-year-old female was walking along Service Street, Coburg, towards Coburg Railway Station when she was approached by a man. He allegedly began following the female and tried several times to find out where she went to school. When the female reached Coburg Station and boarded a train, the man followed her onto the train and waited for her to sit down before taking a seat near her. Police have released images of a man whom we think may be the person we want to speak to. Um, get onto the Crime Stoppers website, crimestoppers.com.au, and reference number is CA6149. We would like to um, identify this man so we can have a chat with him and see what he was 
doing that day and make sure he doesn't do anything similar because stalking's a serious offence. Joy 94.9. The Victoria Police Community Hour. My name's Lenny, she's Gabby and she's Natalie. <laughs> well, before we get to Natalie, we've had a few texts in. We've had one from, which says, as a girl in uniform who wears blue and works alongside Victoria Police on an almost daily basis, I dip my white peak hat to you all for your hard work and dedication to the community. Thank you very much. I believe that might be one of the sheriffs who are listening to us today. Oh, are they in blue too? Apparently they are. I thought sheriffs were in khaki or maybe that's because I've watched way too much TV. You're thinking of America. Yeah, yeah. We're not America, Lenny. <laughs> I so know that. I just went to America for a little holiday and I was really grateful to be Australian. Yeah, well, yes, Australia's a great place to be. There's mm. another text in. Rocking the waves, keeping us informed, thanks with love. Thank you, Max. Go, Max. Right, okay, well, back to the program. Nat, now you're, you volunteer mm-hmm. and you respond to calls when people ring Gay and Lesbian Switchboard. Yep. What are some of the things that you've experienced? Because I imagine you've got to be ready for anything and your job as a doctor, that's basically what you're trained to do. Yeah. So basically when the the phone rings, it could be for anything. Um, So we can have uh, anything from callers who are feeling a bit distressed um, to callers who are a bit lonely, ones dealing with coming out issues, um, sort of the list goes on, or just a quick call of, hey, can you put me in touch with somebody? Um, it's, it's yeah, it's very it's very diverse. Have you ever had a moment where you have finished the conversation and hung up and just had to take a deep breath and think, wow, that's a really terrible situation, and I'm glad I was able to give them some advice. Yeah, I think um, after surprisingly after most calls, it it actually it's I find it very good. I I sort of do that sit back and just think about you know what's just happened um, and. Sometimes you you do feel like you make a really positive impact um, on people Um, and other times you you kind of get to the end of the call and you think, oh, well, I don't think I really did much but I hope that it it made a difference for the caller. Um, It's all about the caller. Sometimes people just need to talk to someone. Yeah. They're not looking for an answer um, but just being able to verbalise something can help. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, we could get a caller from a, say, 16-year-old girl who's in rural Victoria who's starting to go through the, the I, f- I think that I'm different, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gay or lesbian or trans or anything or just not quite straight um, and m- may have experienced um, bullying or seen others being bullied um, and might just need someone to... To, to, to talk about that with that um, they might not feel necessarily comfortable calling a service such as ours because of the name sort of that it's gay and lesbian and they might say oh well I'm not that um, mm-hmm. but we sort of can deal with any any it's it, the, sc- the scope is very broad um, and so it might just be a matter of talking to them about their feelings and talking about why they're they're feeling like they are and and also determining if it's safe for them to come out because maybe it's not at that stage in their life safe for them to come out um but that sort of we can work around that and can talk to them um give them information there's a lot of support groups and stuff that we we're in contact with Mm -hmm. that we can refer out to um as well as just talking to to the person and just listening because sometimes just having somebody and you you get to the end of the call and they've said oh somebody's listened to me somebody understands what's happened i just feel better and you you made a good point that's it's not always safe for someone to come out yeah 
And so, and that's the ultimate thing that we have to make sure, whether it's from the police or from a doctor or from switchboard, that if we're giving someone advice, we have to make sure that their environment is a safe environment for them to, to go ahead and talk to other people about what they're going through. Yeah, and, and I, th- I suppose that's why Switchboard's good because it's always safe to call us. Um, we'll never judge you. We'll never ma- we'll never out you or do anything of the sort to identify you in any way. It's it's something that in the interim between the discovery and the coming out and even just working out strategies to make things safe, um, it, it, it can just have a chat. And your, pro- and your stress might not be around coming out as well it could be anything I know the hardest part would be to make the call like I know that I've had issues with depression and anxiety myself and just to be able to say that to my doctor is really very difficult yeah and I'm saying it on the radio now so (laughs) being able to say it to somebody and then go and speak to someone further and have that conversation just to know that you could pick up the phone and have a friendly listening ear on the other end is such a comfort. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's a good point. The call does not need to be about your sexuality or gender. It is just that you you know you're talking to somebody who's aware of those issues. So people could be calling up with mental health problems. So, for example, depression, say that they've been really depressed. It might not have anything to do with their sexuality or gender. It could be that they're going through a tough time at work or at school and they just need to talk to somebody and our service is available for that. Yeah, and the bonus is that um, as a gay and lesbian person or a questioning person, you know that the person on the other end of the phone won't bugger up all the gender-specific things. No, exactly. You know, sometimes we get we get that in our everyday lives. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's nice to have a dedicated service for our community. Exactly. And there'll be no assumptions. Like I know that people have gone to, for example, doctors and said, oh, I'm having some issues in my relationship. And they straight away assume that it's mm-hmm. if it's a woman, that's the guy that they're having. And they'll, they'll use those things. And we just won't do that because it's whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And have you ever been in a situation where you've had to talk someone off a ledge, so to speak? No, I, I've luckily not had to, to have that happen to me. Um, I think that would actually be quite traumatic for the caller, yeah. for the counsellor. Mm. Um, it, it does happen. Um, it has happened in the past. Um, and we have sort of a, a lot of things around that. And Yeah, I'm sure you'd would have a lot of training around those situations. Yeah, so we get we do have a training about that if that was to happen Um yeah, like I said, luckily that doesn't seem to happen um, to us, which that often, yeah. Which is great, which is testament to the service that's provided. Yeah. Yeah. Because you talk them into Before. feeling better about themselves yeah, yeah. so that they don't get to that stage. That's, so that's great. Absolutely right. So we need to listen to some messages. Um, but can we um, have the number a few times? Yeah. So uh, for calling in Melbourne, it is 9663-2939. I'll repeat that, 9663-2939. And for regional Victoria and Tasmania, it is 1800-184-527. You're on Joy 94.9, the community, the Victoria Police Community Hour and Lesbians Matter. Joy 94.9. And you're on the Victoria Police Community Hour with Lenny, Gabby and our wonderful guest Nat from um, the Gay and Lesbian Switchboard. Now, one thing that's huge in the media and is affecting our 
all of our community um, at the moment, it has been for a while, is bullying. It's a serious issue. Um, people are getting bullied. Um, they can't get away from it. When you used to be able to get away from it by leaving school and going home, now it's coming through to you in all the different social media aspects, computer, phone, everything like that. It's at work, it's at school, mm-hmm. online. And it's causing not only our young people, but a lot of other people from our community and other communities to become depressed, feel like they've got nowhere to be safe, not even in their home, um, depression issues, and even leading to suicide. Now, have you, I would imagine that would be something that you would come across a lot at Switchboard. Yeah, I, I think we, we deal a lot with the consequences of that bullying. And I, I think it's also important to remember that bullying, when people think about it, it seems to be schoolyard, that everybody pictures it in the schoolyard. They don't mm. picture it happening in workplaces where you've got, you know, a 50-year-old being bullied, well, that can happen. Um, yeah. Or the 50-year-old being the bully. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so you, we, we, we will often deal with the repercussions of people being bullied or trying to talk to people about how they go, what do they, what do, they do? Where do they go when they're getting bullied about something at work and they're not sure what to do about it? They want it to stop. Do you think once a bully, always a bully? Um, I would hope not. But um, I think perhaps some, in some cases the bullies don't realise that they're doing it. A lot of cases they are aware they're doing it. But with, with schoolyard situations, hopefully people grow up and, and later realise that the behaviour they displayed then was the wrong behaviour. And I've heard of people going to their victims years and years later and apologising for the behaviour. But unfortunately, you know, it can be a learned behaviour and it continues throughout their life in different areas of their life. But what kind of advice do you give if someone was to ring you up and say, you know, they're being bullied or they think they're going to be bullied? What do you suggest that they do? Well, I suppose it depends on the situation and, and often it depends on the workplace. Like if it's your boss bullying you, it's it's a different situation than if it's your colleagues. Um, and I suppose that the the main advice is to if there is somebody in your workplace that or whatever this is happening um, that you feel that you can trust or talk to about this then it's they're often a good starting point and then you can work out exactly what's what's going to happen from there. I think an important thing to to realize is that you're not alone yeah that um, there's so many people being bullied around you um the bullies will probably be picking on other people as well you've got to stick up for yourself and i don't mean by responding by the similar behavior or by violence but it's by protecting yourself by telling other people that it's happening and and trying to get out of the situation and even trying to look for a solution and i know that um recently because it's such a big issue that um victoria has changed some of its laws to respond to bullying i don't know if you remember um a few years ago um brody penlock committed suicide and it caused a lot of uproar in the media i think she was working at a a, a restaurant maybe somewhere in Melbourne or somewhere nearby and she was bullied by three co-workers and um, committed suicide um, after a prolonged incidence and um, they were charged and I can't remember the outcome of that but because of that because they were charged under occupational um, health and safety because there weren't any criminal laws um, available at the time that were suitable so what's happened in response to that a law has been changed and it's known as Brody's Law um, named after her and it came into effect in 2011 and it gives police more powers where stalking under the stalking legislation we can they've updated uh, intervention orders to include behaviour 
of serious bullying and there's criminal offences around around serious bullying as well. So if you are a victim of that kind of behaviour, um, you absolutely can contact your police and report that to police. And if it falls into the category of serious bullying, then we can respond and possibly charge the people with offences. That's a great change. I know. And intervention orders as well. I mean, you hear a lot of the time even kids at school are getting intervention orders against other young people who go to the same school. It's, it's It's a really terrible situation. It's far too common and people need to start learning that that behaviour is not only unnecessary and wrong, but you can be charged with a criminal offence now. And that includes on social media, media as well? Absolutely. Yeah, it's not just in person, but it's through social media, through, through many different forms. So we're, we're trying to protect the people that are feeling helpless and you, you're not, you no longer have to be a victim and put up with that behaviour. Contact the police. Contact Gay and Lesbian Switchboard. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. It is alleged between six to eight gunshots were fired into a property on Daly Street in Oakley East at around 3am on the 9th of June this year. Residents heard a vehicle screech and quickly drive away after the incident but did not see the offenders. Police are appealing to anyone with information to come forward. If you have any information on this incident, get onto crimestoppers.com.au or ring 1-800-333-000. The reference for this is CA6323. We're also looking for a person who we um, cannot locate at the moment, Brett McAllister. He's alleged um, to be involved in an aggravated burglary in Brighton in December of last year and a warrant has been issued for his arrest. He's born on the 26th of January 74. He's 5 foot 10 with a medium build, brown eyes, brown hair and a medium complexion. So if you think you might know where Brett McAllister is, make sure you tell us so we can lock him up. Joy 94.9, the Victoria Police Community Hour, Lesbians Matter. Joy 94.9, it's the Victoria Police Community Hour and Lesbians Matter. Yes, we do. We've been talking about bullying um, with Nat from Gay and Lesbian Switchboard. And um, Chris has written in, uh, what about manage a manager at work bullying someone? If that's reported to police, what action do you take? Um, yes, you can report it to HR, um, but small businesses don't have an HR department or even with large companies that do rather than going to the HR department. What happens if someone goes directly to police? Well, police can only respond to bullying if it falls into the serious bullying bullying category. So there, there has to be some method in your workplace uh, and WorkSafe, even if you are a small in a small business, WorkSafe can get involved. Awesome. Pe- so people work have safe. to be, um, the workplace has to be a safe environment. So WorkSafe is somewhere to go. If you, if it's something that you're dealing with that can be something physical in relation to bullying or causing you a lot of stress where you're becoming suicidal and depressed, then yes, you can contact police and have a chat to them about it. But um, Brody's there's a um, public awareness um, – sorry. You could go to your union as well. Yeah, but the Law Department of um, and the Department of Justice is, is having a public awareness thing about Brody's Law and that we – Posters encouraging people to take stand against bullying. They'll be sent out to police stations, workplaces, and also a lot of Victorian schools. So that's coming out in the near future. So if you want some more information, um, contact um, the Department of Justice and ask about the bullying posters that they'll be sending out. You might be able to get one for your workplace or for your school. Well, that's a great idea. You can get a kit sent to work 
Awesome. Um, Switchboard, Nat's been here joining us, telling us all about how you can volunteer for Switchboard, how um, you could utilise the service service and what's involved um, um, from your point of view as a volunteer and a board member. Um, So how, how can one go and make a donation with your upcoming fundraiser? So um, the, the easiest way to do is to go to the website, www.switchboard.org.au, um, and for tickets uh, on sale, they're $20 full and 15 concession. Okay, cool. So switchboard.org.au will have all the deets. You've got a movie fundraiser coming up. The film's The Sapphires. Yep. And it's an Aussie musical film. Deborah Malman, uh, Jessica Malboy's in there. And it's a, it's a movie about um, this Indigenous uh, girl group who um, went and entertained the troops. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. A great Australian movie. Yeah. Get along to see it and, and volunteer, if, if you can, to Switchboard. And if you have any issues or problems, give them a call. You're on Joy 94.9. We'll catch you next month and next week with um, the Victoria Police Community Hour. Thanks for your time. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.